for tuning into this episode of The Drop-In. I am Gerald Valley, and I want to thank everyone for watching, sharing the show. It has done, I mean, I couldn't even imagine that it would do what it's doing right now, and it's being watched all over the world. You know, being here back at NRM, which is really, you know, I started from my couch in 2010, but uh, when it really took off was when the relationship starting uh, started with NRM. And uh, Paul Benzman, if you watch his show, Benzman Biz, you know who I'm talking about. And everybody, Alan, Behind the Glass, the whole staff, it's been awesome. And then, as we know, the last couple of years has been a little bit like this. And now to be back here in the studio... It's a freaking rad and a re-energized version of the show. Not that it ever lost any. It didn't lose any, but um, it's almost like a new opportunity or just I'm getting the common consciousness of the whole NRM family. And I think all of us are feeling that. And that's what I'm wishing for you in 2023, that you feel that connection, that consciousness, that focused awareness of where you're going in your life. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about that because, um, you know, as we... As we put our attention on things, if it's internally, our physiology, if it's a goal, if it's something negative, that's what's going to have the biggest impact on our life. That's what we're focused on. If it's a bummer, it's going to drag you down. If it's something up here, it's going to lift you up. And I'm going to give you an example in today's show of how focused energy in your body can be measured, can be detected. And you're going to get that before the end of this episode of The Drop-In. But I want to thank you guys once again for tuning in. If you hear something here on the show that you think will inspire one of your friends, your family, share it with them. Share it with them because the more we can help each other get to where we want to be, the better off everybody on the planet is going to be. And that is the goal of almost everything I do, from the books I write to the shows I put out there. And even, you know, when I'm speaking on stage, I just want to affect one person, one person in that auditorium, one person in that arena, one person is all. And I could get into a million stories. I get sidetracked all the time. But I'm going to start, uh, stay focused here on today's episode of The Drop-In, you know, and I want to talk about how you can focus your thoughts and how it can make an impact on you. And I want to open with an example in my own life. Four years ago, June 21st, I broke my leg. And I had never had a cast before. I've had a a boatload of injuries with my hockey career, skateboard career, concussions, stitches, this, that, and the other thing. You name it. Uh, I've super glued my teeth in before. But I had never had a cast. And June 21st, four years ago, uh, I fell doing a trick I've done 10,000 times. And I got up and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I think I twisted my ankle. You know, and there were some people there shooting photos, and I apologized to them, and I said, you know, give me a couple weeks. I'll go home, put my leg in a bucket of ice, and and it'll be good to go. Well, the next morning I woke up, and my leg, was, my ankle was pretty swollen, so I went to urgent care, and the guy's like, I think you broke your bone in half, the little bone in the bottom of your leg. And I'm like, what? Like, I walked in here. And so I made an appointment with a surgeon. Uh, it was, I'm uh, from the metro Detroit area, so I, I found out who the surgeon was for the Detroit Red, Red Wings of the NHL, and I went to him. He looked at the bone in the bottom of my leg. He said, yeah, it's broke right in half, 
and they had to go in, do surgery, put a a titanium plate in there. And then on the three-week follow-up, he looked at it again, and he said, oh, I I don't know how I missed that, but there's some – the bottom corner of the big bone is shattered, so I got to go in there and put some screws in there. It was crazy because the screws – and I'm jumping forward a little bit later – down the road when I was all healed, he took the screws out of that bone and they looked like deck screws. They were like this long, coarse thread. It was crazy. Like you could go to ACO and buy them and that's what he fixed my leg with. But so anyway, he puts the screws in. I got the titanium plate. June 21st is when it happened. So we're looking at the second week of July. The initial, the initial uh, prospectus for how I was going to heal from the titanium plate, mind you, was that I might be walking by October. That's what the surgeon told me. You may or may not be walking by October. And I said, okay, you know, whatever. And then, you know, three weeks later, he puts the screws in. So I had to have another surgery, which should have pushed it back even further, maybe into November. I don't know. But I know me. And I had been studying uh, for, I mean, we're talking 10, 15 years. I understood physiology. I understood the power of thought. I also knew that I, um, that if I sat idle, um, I'm a recovered alcoholic, and if I sat idle, uh, something else bad might happen. So throughout that July, August um, I, I I found a way to stay mentally busy, started a nonprofit. We were working with the Tony Hawk Foundation to possibly get a skateboard uh, park built in the Downriver area just south of Detroit. So I was staying mentally busy. Physically, um, I, I couldn't do a ton because I had the knee scooter, but I was still getting out. You know, I went out to uh, different skateboard events. I actually announced a, a pretty big event in Ann Arbor, Michigan, on my knee scooter uh, with with the gentleman uh, from the skate park of Tampa, the border. It was a big event, and I'm out there on my knee scooter doing my thing. I didn't let it keep me immobile. And throughout each and every day, I would sit for about a half hour, 45 minutes, and I would do a mental workout like I was in the gym. I would sit there, and I would I'd work out even the leg in my cast, and I could feel my muscles uh, almost acting like they were being worked out. So I did this for July and August, and I went back to my doctor on August 27th, and he cut the cast off, and he's like, I'm not really sure what you do, Gerald, but your leg is healed. Mind you, he told me I wasn't going to walk till October after the first surgery. After the second surgery, he didn't give me a definitive timeline of when the healing would take place. But this is August 27th. August 27th. He cut my cast off and he said, you're healed. And I said, what about physical therapy? What about physical therapy? And he grabbed my leg and he wiggled it around and he was like, your tendons feel good. You should be fine. You know, you're going to be a little tingly here for a little bit because your foot hasn't touched the ground in a couple of months, but you're good to go, Gerald. I'm not really sure. And I told him what I had been doing and keeping a positive mental outlook and doing physical. I would, I would talk to the energy and I would send healing energy to my bones. And obviously it worked. It worked. A full two months ahead of schedule, my leg is healed and no physical therapy. 
That is the power of your mind. Now think about it. Every day, depending on who you talk, who you hear, talk to, whatever, you know, you have like 60,000 thoughts a day or something crazy. And 80% of those thoughts are the same thoughts you had the day before. So 80% of that is on autopilot. And if you're predominantly finding the negative in everything, that's every day, unless you make a conscious conscious choice to change that. 80% of your thoughts are the same as they were yesterday. So think about that. You want to make big changes in your life? You got to change your way you're thinking. You have to change your routine. You have to make shifts and get out of that same exact pattern that you've been in every day. If you want to make lasting change, and it starts with those little tiny uh, routine things we do every morning. In my new book, DIFY, Do It For Yourself, A Simple Guide to Living the Life You Deserve, I talk about all of these things. So if you want to know more, you can go to Barnes & Noble. You can go anywhere and get my new book. Easy read. Under 100 pages, each chapter takes about 15, 20 minutes. I wrote it for somebody like me. I want to sit down. I want to read. I want to get the, the, the meat of what, no fluff, the meat of what I want to get out of it. I want to get that quickly, put it to, to use in my own life. And that's how I wrote that book. There are examples of different things that have made an impact on me in my life or what I have learned through uh, my research and through my training, what I have learned over the last 15 to 20 years, even some things from even before that, before I started down this path of inspiring and motivating people to understand and grasp the power they have within themselves. But the example I opened with, my broken leg, I mean, you can't argue with that. I mean, a full two months ahead of schedule with no physical therapy because I chose to take control of my mind, to not sit there and wallow in despair, to know I had to stay active and, and, and how I had to do that. I don't know if it was working on a company, if it was doing what I knew I had to take, take some action and stay positive in my mindset, to, to have the discipline to take a half hour a day. And do a meditative workout and feel my muscles grow each time in that cast. I could feel them press against the walls of the cast like they were being worked out. To send the healing energy to those bones. Consciously send that energy to those bones. Made a miraculous, almost miraculous healing take place. And it's happening happening all over the world. The different people that I study, that I work with, that are my mentors, are giving examples of this happening from people standing up out of their wheelchairs who have had, you know, MS forever and walking in a matter of days. We're talking three, four days of a shift in their consciousness, a shift in their thought patterns, being able to heal almost instantaneously, miraculous remissions from cancers and other diseases by a shift in the way they think. And in the beginning, you know as well as I do, you know, breaking a habit, which is what our daily routines are, isn't always easy. And we have to find that goal, that, that, that version of ourselves we see in the future that we want to get to. To have the discipline when we wake up the next morning to go, you know, I really don't feel like sitting down and meditating this morning and laying out the plan for my day. That just sounds dumb. 
Well, do it because it works. And it works almost every time. When you start laying out a vision for your future, things start lining up to give you that future. And it is truly amazing. I want to give you an example of how it has been. Uh, people are, are seeing it, okay? So this gentleman, I do this breathing exercise where I'm, I'm drawing the cerebral spinal fluid, the fluid that's uh, basically my brain is sitting in it and it goes down my spinal cord, actually goes all the way to your sacrum. But I do this meditation where I'm like, almost guiding that fluid up my spine to my head, out the top, you know, and I, I can feel it. I, I know it's working. Well, there was another gentleman that was doing this uh, meditation, and I learned this from a gentleman named Dr. Joe Dispenza, this particular breathing exercise to really get that, that fluid going, right? And um, he, uh, this other gentleman who was doing this breathing exercise to, to bring this, this energy, this, this, uh, depending on who you talk to, you know, Japanese call it prana, you know, this, this energy tube of energy down the middle of you, you know, I'm, I'm working that in consciously as I'm breathing. And, uh, this gentleman's on his way to the airport, right? He's running late. He's running late. And, and to sort of calm himself down, he does this breathing exercise. And he, he's, you know, doing it. He's uh, his, his perineum. He's constricting his, his lower abs, his upper abs. You can feel it behind your throat. It passes through the pineal gland and he's out the top of his head. So he does this on the way to the airport. He gets to the airport and he goes through the x-ray machine and the guy on the other side says, you know, can I touch the top of your head? He's like, what? Why do you want to touch the top of my head? He's like, and you look at the, the screen on the x-ray machine, and there's energy coming out of the top of his head on the x-ray machine in the airport. And you can see it. That's where he was focusing his energy, out the top of his head. Amazing, right? Well, he does it again about a month later. He does that again. Same result. The guy can see it. He can see it in the screen. So uh, Dr. Joe is like, oh, man, well, hell. I need to try this. I need to try to see if I can make that x-ray machine see where I'm focusing my energy. So he's going to the airport. Before he, he, he gets in that line, he does the meditation. And instead of focusing out the top of his head, he, 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 he sits in his heart. He focuses that energy as it's coming up to, to really collect in his heart. He goes through the x-ray machine. And the guy's like, you wearing a medallion? And he said, no. He's like, you mean like bling? He's like, yeah, no. He's like, can I touch your chest? And, and Joe, playing dumb, is like, why? He said, look at the center of his chest was glowing in the x-ray screen like he had a giant medallion on. He had focused his energy to the center of his chest. And I thought, man, next time I'm on stage, I need an x-ray machine. I want to show people this because oftentimes in the Western world, we have to see it quantified. And that's why I gave you the two examples I gave today, my broken leg and this at the airport, this energy, this focus of energy. You could see it. You could totally see it. And I cannot wait to fly again because I'm going to be monkeying around with that, too. 
I'm going to do, I'm going to focus my energy. And Dr. Joe, his staff, now they, they mess with it as they're going through the airport. They totally mess with it. And he said one of the young ladies put her energy on her ears and you could see it in the screen that her ears were glowing a different color than the rest of her body because that's where she focused her energy in a meditative state. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was awesome. And so, you know, we, we really can control our thoughts and how they affect our lives and in our perspective of what's going on in our lives, how our health is happening. You know, if you are uh, feeling under the weather or, you know, you have something going on that isn't exactly how you want it to go in your physiology and you're focused on that, you know, my finger hurts, my elbow hurts, I have arthritis in my knees, I have this, I have that. I have this. You're going to produce more of that. But when you focus on your health, when you focus on healing, when you focus on a more positive outlook on yourself, that's going to have a drastic effect on your physiology, on your outlook on life, on the people you attract into your life, and all of that. So with that... I just want to say thank you guys for tuning into this week's show and do the research for yourself. Look up cerebral spinal fluid. Look up the pineal gland. Look these things up because what I say, I talk a lot from experience and from others' experiences that actually happen, not hypothesis, not not maybe what might happen. I like to give quantifiable examples, but do your own research. Check it out and and, and let me know how that goes for you. I just want to thank you guys once again. Happy 2023. And this year is going to be the best. So enjoy it. Embrace it. Like, follow, share, all that good stuff. And I will see you next time. I am Gerald Valley and this is The Drop-In.